Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. We all start from the bottom, right? Unless your daddy owns the shop and you're spoon-fed all your life and now you own the business. But when you first start out in a shop as a lube tech and you start getting comfortable, maybe it's been a year or two and you've done some other shit, you've done some other work besides changing oil, you did some oil leaks, replaced some axles, you did some recall, some warranty work. And you think, hell, I could be a tech now. It's about time for me to move up. But you look at the other techs in the shop and you see some just standing around, talking all the time, or working slow as shit, taking two-hour lunches, whatever. And you're like, I could do better than them. I could turn more hours than that guy. I could do better. I want to be a tech. So somehow you work it out with your boss and you become a line tech. You move into the shop. And now you're a tech. Time goes on. You've been a tech for four years now. You've been to training. You're master certified now, right? You got six years in the business. You know a lot. You've been paying attention to how things work, how work's being dispatched, and just how things are ran. And you're thinking, you know, some techs are getting fed. Some are getting screwed. Maybe you think you're getting screwed. You start getting frustrated about how things are ran. Your buddies come over and talk to you about it. You start a little bitch session, you know. You know how you guys do it. Mike's getting all the gravy work. All I've been getting is shit work. I can't make any fucking hours. Let's go to lunch. So this happens for a while, and the show must go on, right? There's a lube tech in the shop that's looking at you saying the same shit you said about another tech when you were a lube tech. This guy's lazy. This guy's slow. He shows up late all the time. He's Captain Comeback got comebacks why did you slow down because a lot of techs do this why hmm say a team leader in your shop you think hey this guy doesn't do shit he barely works and when he does he does the easy shit he does the services and timing belts and tune-ups whatever so what happens you get pissed you get unmotivated you start chatting with the other techs you fucking believe this guy all he does is fucking gravy work he doesn't do shit Yeah, fuck this guy. He was good when he first became a team leader a year ago, but now it's like he doesn't even give a fuck. We need him out. We need a new team leader. You've been through this shit before. Don't say you haven't, dude. You know you have. If you have, go to my website and click on the merch button, dude. If you're not following the Facebook page, you're a fucking hack, dude. I'm just kidding. So you and your boy, or your boy, or just you, or him... Someone thinks, hey, I could do better than him. I could do better than a team leader. If I was a team leader, this shit wouldn't even happen. I wouldn't do the gravy work. I'd hand it out to the tech with the lowest hours so we can all make money, right? So you go to the boss or the shop foreman and say, hey, I want to become a team leader. I got the experience. I'm a master tech. I can make a difference in this shop. Skip ahead some magical way you take that old team leader's position. He goes back to just being a tech. And guess what? He turns the most hours in the shop now. And he's not doing all the gravy work. He just puts his head down and crushes work, dude. He's even happier. He looks happier. So now you're the team leader. Now you stepped up your game. You want to take on some responsibilities. You think you know what you're doing. But you have no idea what you just stepped into. But you're going to learn. I'm not trying to discourage anyone from moving up and becoming a team leader or foreman or whatever. I'm just sharing experience. And if that's what you want to do, or you're currently in this position, 
Let me know, dude. Email me. I've been there. I can help steer the sinking ship. Maybe. Anyway, so you sit in the office with the manager, and he tells you what is expected of you. Like training new techs, helping your teammates with diagnosis, dispatching work, dispatching for profit, getting the right work to the right techs, and so on. You come out of the office thinking, okay, that's not that bad. Your first day. Your first fucking day. First day, first thing in the morning, you get a stack of tickets to dispatch to your team, of course. There's several waiters in that pile, because waiters. You hand out all the work that you got to all the techs on your team. One of the techs bitches saying, all last week all I did was fucking warranty work, and now I'm getting more warranty work. How am I supposed to make any money? And then he walks away with the ticket. You're thinking, well, this is a new week. I'm a new team leader. I'm going to make sure that work's dispatched fairly. And everybody makes money. So I'm not going to give them another warranty job today, at least. So you go ahead and you pull in a waiter, recall, and knock it out to help out. More tickets come in. You got another stack of tickets on your toolbox. The new guy on your team, he needs help, so you got to go help him diagnose a car. You let those tickets sit there, you handed a couple out, but everybody's busy. So you're helping the new guy diagnose a car. An advisor comes out and says, hey... RO5900127. How much longer? A customer keeps asking about it. Or they come out saying the customer's name. Like, I don't know what car that is, dude. I don't read their fucking names. Why do they even do this? Why do they come out and ask for that shit? We either look at the RO number or the job. That's it. Fucking customer's name. Anyway, you're like, I don't know what car that is. Advisor says, who has the ticket? Check your log. You don't have a fucking log. You just handed out the tickets. That's the first mistake. You gotta log that shit down. You gotta keep track of who has what. That's very important. Anyway. Well, come to find out, that tech that bitched about getting all the warranty work, he's the one that has that ticket. So you go over there and you ask him about it. He says he hasn't pulled it in yet because he's working on a used car he got from the service manager. You're like, well, I gave you a waiter. They're waiting. And he says, well, the fucking manager gave this to me. So I gotta do this first. And it's not even wait. It's just a fucking used car. You know how they get with used cars, right? Especially now. So what happened is, the manager went over your head. Get used to it. He handed out a ticket to your teammate that you already gave a waiter to that needed to be done. Now that waiter's been sitting for two hours and this car hasn't even been pulled in the shop. This is just one small, very small situation that happens pretty much daily. That when you were just a tech, you never seen or paid attention to. So now what do you do? You have to help this new tech diagnose the car he's working on. And then that other tech never touched the car, the waiter that you gave him two hours ago. And you see it in his face that he doesn't give a fuck. He's not stopping working on that used car because the manager gave it to him and he needs the fucking hours, right? So that customer's been waiting two hours for a recall that pays 0.8 and takes an hour and a half to do because it's a bullshit recall. And that's just how they fucking are. Who makes the fucking warranty times, dude? So what do you do? The advisor's pissed. What do you do now? Everyone else is busy, including you. You gotta help that new tech diagnosis car. But you got no choice, so you end up stopping everything you're doing and you do it. You get it done. You did it in like 20 minutes. But you gotta run time on the ticket, right? This shit happens. 
You gotta run the warranty time. So the advisor takes the car, tells the customer, I'll email you the receipt. Bad survey, that's what you get. You get a bad survey. Your first fucking day. The cookies were fucking stale. Now the new tech's car has just been sitting there because he hasn't fucking, he doesn't know what to do. He's never been trained because, you know, they just throw bodies in the shop and hope they have the fucking tools to do the job. But they don't train them. So now that car is behind and you're behind. Everything's fucked. So now everything's behind, everything's fucked. Now you go in the office and you talk to the director, the manager, whoever. Meanwhile, more tickets are getting dropped on your desk to dispatch, (laughs) you know. While you're taking a shit, you're getting fucking seven cars with five of them are waiters just dropped on your toolbox. It's like they wait for you to walk away and then they come throw all the waiters at you. You know, just like a dispatcher waits for you to walk away from your toolbox and he goes and lays a bullshit ticket on there for you. So you're not there, so you can't bitch about it. That's a tactic. That happens. Happens to you. If you're a dispatcher, you do that. So you tell him what happened, and he says, I just need you to get the work done and out of the shop. I don't care how. Just do it. That's what the manager tells you. Then you go back to your desk, your toolbox, and see a comeback for somebody. You get a comeback for one of your techs. Now you have to deal with him and that comeback. I mean, I could go on and on. This is just the first half of the first day. So you're like, fuck, let me get with the foreman. I'm already backed up, and this is my first fucking day. I haven't even eaten lunch yet. I'm hungry. You look for the foreman. You can't find him. You call him on his phone. He doesn't answer. So you're walking around. You end up going into the bathroom to take a piss, right? You find him hiding in the fucking stall crying, right? You're like, what the fuck? You good? He's like, yeah. Somehow you get him to come out, his eyes are all red, snot coming out of his nose. You ask him, you know, you're like, hey, I need you to help me with this comeback, because it's 12 o'clock and everybody went to lunch. He's like, okay. Drying his fucking eyes and shit. And in your head, you're thinking again, dude. Dude, don't do it. Don't think. What the hell is he doing? What the hell's going on here? Why is he hiding in the bathroom? Why isn't he out here helping with the fucking work, training techs, helping with the comebacks? Why is he why is he hiding? And this happens for a few weeks or months. Every day. Every day this happens, right? So time goes on, you have techs on your team that don't even show up to work and you tell the foreman, Hey, what the fuck's going on? He's like, I know. Nothing happens to the tech. That doesn't show up. Nothing happens to him. So you, the team leader, you're handing out work, you're working on shit cars nobody wants to work on. Then you get pulled off to test drive with crazy ass customers. You come back to work, there's another pile of fucking tickets on your box. Two techs been at lunch for two hours. One just went home, didn't even tell anybody, he just went home. You're like, fire these fuckers, dude. No one here wants to work. I got all this work, but nobody here to do it. You tell that to the foreman, and he says, I wish I could. I wish I could fire him. Then he goes into the bathroom and cries for the rest of the day. It's 6.30, you're still at work. Haven't had lunch. Everyone's gone. You're just there trying to get work done. You're thinking again, dude. Here we go. You're thinking again. It's the foreman's fault. It's all the foreman's fault. 
He just hides in the bathroom or in the office and doesn't do shit about anything. All he has to do is have a meeting and fix this shit, right? That's what you're thinking. I should be the foreman. I could do better. Let's speed this up. So you go in the office and talk to the manager and become the foreman, okay? Now you're the, you're the foreman, all right? Now the old foreman, he's just a tech now. He's not even a team leader. He said he just wants to work and be left alone. Maybe he just quit the business altogether. They usually do at this point. Or they become a salesman for some reason. Another tech took the team leader position from you when you became the foreman and he took your place. He was thinking just like you were. Just like you did. He said, you didn't do shit and he can do better. Right? Another lube tech becomes a tech because he was thinking just like you did. It's a revolving door. Now it's your first day as a foreman. All the shit that you've been through, you thinking, I can change this shit. Let me just start with one thing. The main thing. So you have a meeting talking about how everybody needs to show up on time every day ready to work at 8 o'clock. We got waiters and we got work and we are behind. We need you guys here at 8 o'clock ready to work. No more showing up without even calling in to let us know. No more two-hour lunches. In fact, lunches we need to spread out. Half the shop goes at 11, the other half goes at 12. That way we have people here between those times. So you do all that, and so on, whatever. As soon as the meeting's over, Tex goes straight, straight into the fucking office and bitch to the manager. I can't go to lunch at 11 o'clock, it's too early. I can't get here at 8 o'clock because of traffic. Well, wake up earlier, dude. Leave earlier, you fucking dumbass. The boss wouldn't say that, even though he should. So already, already you're the bad guy. Just trying to get one thing fixed. Just the schedule. A fucking schedule. One simple thing, showing up to work on time. You gotta make schedules for everyone. That turns into a shit fest. Tex goes straight into the office and bitch. So that has to be changed again too. Modified for the crybabies. So your day goes on. Team leaders are asking you for help. Just like when you were a team leader, you were asking the foreman for help. Now you have to deal with the advisors now. Now you have to test drive with customers all the time. Advisors are writing up fucking Chevy trucks at your Honda dealership to install fifth wheel hitches or lift kits. And the team leaders are like, I ain't got nobody that's gonna do this shit. Guess what? Time to step up and install some bullshit that should have never made it past the fucking service drive. Now it's you. You gotta do it. You're the foreman. Whatever comes in that shop has to be fixed. No matter what. That's just how it works. So now you're stuck with all that kind of bullshit. Meanwhile, techs are still getting away with not coming in, taking two-hour lunches, all the shit you bitched about when you were a team leader. Now the team leaders are bitching at you about it. So you go in the office and you talk to the director, manager, whoever. You say, hey, we got to do something about this. He says, he knows and we will get right on it. You're like, all right, thanks. That was easy. So you tell the team leaders, you talk to the boss and he will get it handled. Weeks go by. Same shit's happening. Nothing's changed. Team leaders are pissed off, getting frustrated. Techs are getting pissed. You, as the foreman, you're trying to find a nice air-conditioned hiding spot. The bathroom fucking stinks, so that, that, fuck that place, right? You're just trying to find a nice spot to go fucking hide from everything. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. You've been to several meetings and have talked about all these issues, came up with solutions they agreed upon but never followed through. You feel like nothing's changing. Because it's not. But the fact 
that you have to do bullshit around the dealership, like fixing toilets and working on managers' toys or managers' family and friends' cars. Meanwhile, every situation that got you into the position you were in when you were a lube tech, when you were a line tech, and blame the team leader for everything, so you thought you could do better, so you wanted to become a team leader and you became one. Then it was the foreman's fault, so you became one. All those situations are still playing out behind you. There's a lube tech thinking he's better than the tech. There's a tech thinking he's better than the team leader. And there's a team leader that thinks he's better than you as the foreman. The rotation never stops. Everyone thinks they can do better. Maybe they can. But it never changes. People change the positions, but... The problems still never change. People still keep getting away with everything. You, the foreman, have been dealing with so much shit that nobody knows about. Nobody that hasn't been a foreman has any idea about the bullshit that you have to deal with. The bullshit you have to do. You've been in the office trying to change shit. Had many meetings. Trying like hell to help out the shop. Been told several times, okay, we'll get on it. Nothing changes. But, you know the truth. The real truth. The real reason why nothing's changing. The real reason why people get away with shit. They never get in trouble. Nothing ever changes. The first time you went into the office as a foreman, you were told the truth, remember? When you tried to put your foot down on all the bullshit going on, you tried to make all the fucking changes... The ones that would actually help the shop? The techs that are not showing up to work on time or even just not even showing up at all? No call, no show? You tried to make a fucking schedule and some techs went in and bitched and still kept showing up late? No call, no show? Two-hour lunches? Well, you went into the shop and you complained to the boss. You came up with a solution. And he said, We can't find anybody to replace them. So we have our hands tied. Now the stress of being a foreman is just not worth it to you. You can't do anything. You can't change shit. You could have wrote down step by step how to change shit, how to make the shop better. But they won't do it. Because they can't afford to lose anybody. They have their hands tied. So now just think, imagine being that service manager, director, whatever. Imagine being him. Imagine what he knows. I never did that position and don't ever plan on doing it. He's just there like you, trying to make a paycheck, but his hands are tied. Is it his fault? Maybe. Could he be making better choices, setting standards in the shop, treating everybody equally? You know, simple common sense type shit? But most likely... He's new or he has been a manager for only a couple years and guess what? It's probably not his fault. It was the managers before him that created this fucking disaster that we're in. The ones that would just say, I got a stack of applications on my desk. Just of technicians just waiting to take your job. The ones that let the good hard working techs get fucked over and say fuck it and leave the business. The ones that would hire in a new tech and make him a lube tech for five fucking years and lie to him every fucking month saying, 
Well, we're going to move you up. We're going to move you up to a line tech. But instead, just keep them there. Keep them in that position. Take care of their boys. Take care of their buddies and their little buddy system. This is what fucked the industry. This is why we're in the position that we're in. Why you can't find techs. This is what we're trying to fix. Some of us actually enjoy being technicians for some reason. Right? When it's good, it's good. We make money. When you have shitty management that doesn't give a fuck about anything but keeping their job another month and won't change anything, techs say fuck it and move on. Either go to a different shop or just leave the business completely. Anyway, of course there's someone behind you that's doing that crazy shit thinking thinking he can change it if he was the foreman shit would change so you're back to being just a regular tech again no more stress you quit being a foreman you got that team leader took your position because he could do better he had no idea so you got no more stress you just come in when you want (laughs) make hours take a three-hour lunch you know fuck it nothing's gonna happen to me the rotation just keeps continuing And hey, maybe in a year or so, it'll all happen again. You're back as a team leader, then a foreman. It happens. So what can we do to fix this issue? The fact that they can't find anybody to replace you. That's the issue. How did it get to this point? Well, I'll tell you. Coming up soon, Apple Podcasts is going to be announcing... Well, they already announced it. I'm going to be doing a paid subscription plan for... The same podcast, but bonus content. Everything I bitched about from the past podcasts to the current ones, I'm going to go back through them all, well, most of them, and explain how to fix everything that I bitched about. Because in reality, don't bitch about something unless you have a plan to fix it, right? Well, I do. At least I think I do. If you want a real team in your shop... You want a real line out the door of techs wanting to come work with you. You want to have a shop that fucking stands out. A shop that you can really be proud of. The best shop around. Subscribe to it when I put it out. If you're a manager, a foreman, a team leader, a tech, a lube tech, someone who just wants to move up. Or just wants some more content. This will be the podcast for you. After all my 22 years plus in the business, in the shop... I've been a porter, a lube tech, a tech, a team leader, a dispatcher, a foreman, a tech, a team leader, a foreman, a tech, back and forth. I've been through good shops, the bad shops, the good managers, the bad ones, the good foreman, the bad ones. All of it. I've been through it all. I've seen it all. Subscribe to that when it comes out. It should be soon. Hopefully in a month or two. I don't know. I'm waiting on my hosting provider to let me know. Follow the Facebook page for the best mechanic memes ever made by any fucking human on Earth. Alright? The most relatable mechanic memes ever made. Don't believe me? Go to the page and scroll through the pictures, dude. Just take a little scroll and tell me you can't relate to any of these memes if you're a mechanic. Follow that page. Check out the website, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. Yep. It's free. Check out the website, keep an eye on it. I will announce when the subscriber-only podcast is available, when it comes out. I need to come up with a name for it. 
Uh, rate and review the podcast. If you do, thank you. Look out on the Facebook page for the uh, free sticker posts if you want to win some free stickers. Mail them to you for free. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.